Hey loves, it's your girl Vina. Grab your wine glasses, grab your cups, sit back and get ready because I'm about to serve some juice. Hey, hey, hey everybody, it's your girl Vina and welcome back to another episode of My Juice Is Their Religion. You know, I'm really feeling My Juice Is Their Religion right now. Um, But before I get into why I'm really feeling that name... Hopefully this is not your first time here and if this is your first time here I need you to stop and go back and start with episode one and hear all the shenanigans all the juicy stories that I've been giving out. I do not want you to miss anything that's been happening and I want you to be right here in the story with me and know everything that's going on and not be lost right. I can't have you lost in the source. Right, because it's definitely saucy over here, but I cannot have you lost in the sauce. So go back and listen to episode one if you have not been listening and this is your first time here. If you are a regular, hello, hello, hello. How are you? How you been doing? Are y'all feeling this heat? Because right now it is summertime when I'm recording this and it is hot as hell in New York City. Jesus. It is hot and I've got this fan blowing right on my kitty cat because I'm naked. (laughs) So I told y'all I'm feeling my juices of religion because I really got some good deed this morning. Woo! It's nothing better than waking up to some good, good, like... It's nothing better than waking up to that. And not even just, oh, I'm going to give you some D. But no, I'm going to lick you down and taste all your juices. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yes, go ahead. That is a spot. Lick right there. It's nothing better than that. Than somebody feasting at my table before they enter the shrine. Ah. And then you know that feeling afterwards when you just feel like, oh, you just feel all tingly and you just have that like good afterglow. Like I'm still feeling that. Mm. <laughs> it's such a good feeling. And then you ever smell yourself? I know this is probably TMI. Some people are going to be like, really? Yes, really. You ever smell yourself and it's like that mix of you and the person you were with? For me, it always smells so like if I'm very connected to that person, uh, I smell like them for like. I smell like them for days afterwards, Mm. especially if it was like a really good session. And this morning was definitely a really good session. So I keep like touching myself and smelling it (laughs) because it smells so good. (laughs) So I'm I'm in a good mood. Um, We're coming to the end of this season. I'm so excited. I'm very proud of myself and the work that I've put into this. Let's get into this episode. So last episode, just a quick recap. I'll let y'all know that it was over between me and Warehouse Bay. (sighs) C'est la vie. I mean, what can you do? Things happen, right? So this episode, everything that I'm going to tell you about this episode happens between mid and late June and July of 2019. So it's the summertime and... My oldest Bambino is graduating from fifth grade. I'm so proud of him who is there with me sharing in this uh, special moment. It's drama guy because 
how could I not share this with him at this time in my son's life? Because he has been here many steps of the way uh, while he's been in elementary and has been very helpful during when I've needed assistance, whether it's been schoolwork or discipline, because, you know, my even though my son is pretty good, he has had his moments where he really wanted to show his ass. And I just was like, wow, you must have forgot who your mother was. <laughs> and it wasn't something that I could just say, oh, it's okay. Nah, that's not okay. You, you got to learn a harsh lesson <laughs> right now. So for graduation, you know, my son has given me a lot of pushback. He doesn't want to wear a suit. So, so I'm like, okay, you don't got to wear a suit. He's not in the hoodie phase quite yet. He's almost there. But he wants to wear jeans. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're not wearing jeans to graduation, right? We had to really do a lot of compromising for this graduation outfit. Drummer guy got him together. So he did wear some shoes. He had on, they weren't exactly slacks, but they kind of look like slacks. They're like a mix between a jean pants, but kind of slacks. So they, they still look dressy, right? There were some nice pants in a shirt and a vest he almost didn't want to wear the vest I was like look you gotta wear the vest or you gotta wear the tie choose your battle he chose the vest <laughs> and he looks so handsome he looks so cute he went to a predominantly Caucasian school maybe one black girl in his graduating class that he didn't even know and he has his little um after graduation like little party so for graduation, I decided to get him a new phone, right? So I got him a phone. <sighs> he takes it with him to school. And he proceeds to lose the original phone. Why? So the phone that actually has service, he leaves it in the train station. And he has the iPhone. The iPhone not even turned on yet. Somebody ends up picking up the phone. I try to drive and get on the train and everything, trying to track that person down. You know, I could not get that phone back. Um, and that phone was supposed to be for my daughter. And then the iPhone was supposed to be for him. So now they're stuck sharing a phone. He doesn't like it, but I don't give a shit. Me and Drummer Guy and my daughter, we went to Dave and Buster's. I swear, Dave and Buster's is like the grown-up version of Chuck E. Cheese. Me and my kids are very competitive. Um, I'm pretty sure they get that from me. So we're always trying to see how many tickets can we get, right? We play games to have fun, but really we want to get the tickets because Dave & Buster's has some really good prizes. And I know I said, oh, I'm not going to hang out with Drummer Guy again. I'm not going to be around him. But me and him went on another date. This is after the outing for graduation. You know, he asked me to go out and I said yes. I know what y'all thinking. Why am I going out with him? I think maybe it's because I'm comfortable with him. If I take away all the negative shit that's happened between us and put that on the back burner and I'm not thinking about that and just say who he is as a person and how we are together, I have a good time with him. Um... He know, always knows all the right things to say to cheer me up if I'm feeling down. He knows most of the time what I need, even before I say it. You know, whether it's food, 
flowers because well something good happened or something bad happened or just because because I like flowers and like I'm still dating right so I don't think I like I've stopped dating I'm still dating but these people don't know any of those things about me right um I know what to expect even though I know I should leave him alone yeah I want to have sex but I'm not just trying to have sex with anybody random I could still get certain needs met and I can do it with somebody that I already know what to expect. So for me, that's probably why it's so hard to to let him go because certain needs are still being met by him. But yeah, now it is the end of June. And guess what? My kids are going to camp. I'm so daggone happy. Not no day camp, but away camp. Black people, don't be so scared to send your kids to away camp, right? Something can happen to them being right here in their own home. Look at the statistics. Many people do know of that weird uncle. We not leaving the kids around Uncle Johnny. Why is Uncle Johnny even invited to the cookout? Fuck him. I get so excited for camp time because that means, oh, I don't got no kids in the house. I could come home whenever I feel like it. I don't got to cook nothing for anybody. My kids are picky as hell. So, Cooking for them sometimes gets real boring because I feel like I cook the same thing over and over. I can walk around naked and I don't have to worry about, oh, let me put on a robe because of my son. Because I do walk around naked around my daughter. I normalize nakedness in my house, but I don't do that around my son because he is older now. When he was small, yeah, I didn't care. But now, no, I put on a robe. But when there's no kids in the house, I do what I want. Send them kids to camp, okay? Please, I beg you. There are so many camps and there are free camps, Okay. Both my old my son and Nurse Bay's oldest daughter, we dropped them off to camp and we are too excited, right? And my daughter, she's going down south to Georgia to go visit her grandmother. No kids. If y'all could see my little dance, because I'm like, oh, because guess what? This is early and late beach days for me and Nurse Bay. I went to the beach so many times. I really think I went to the beach the most amount of times that summer ever in my life. I like the beach but your girl don't like to be hot I don't like the sun beaming down on me I am not a person of oh let's sit in the sun and let myself tan no I am where's my sunblock okay because I do burn and do we have an umbrella if I do not have an umbrella I do not want to be at anybody's beach nurse bay is the person who will sit on her on her stoop at her house she just did this the other day talking about oh I'm gonna sit here and take in the sun and get me a nice little tan. Nurse Bay has a nice little setup, right? We have this little cart thing that she has that it fits everything. Like we have our little cooler bag. So we going with food. We going with drinks. We got snacks. We got the umbrella. We have this little waterproof thing to lay on top of. And we've got a blanket. And we got a and we got a radio. <laughs> so we are very prepared for the beach, right? Thing. Just about everything could fit on this one thing that we can pull. I have so many pictures on my phone from beach days. I think I'm the better picture taker of other people. People don't always take the best pictures of me. I think I, I get my own angles the best. Me, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to stoop down. I'm going to put my arm up. I'm going to add some shade. I'm going to tell you where you need to move so that I can get the best looking picture of you, right? So when you're done and you look at the pictures, it's like, oh, I look good. That's right. Because you're going to want to post these. And you don't want to see that I've taken 20 pictures of you and only three look good. She and I are having such a good time and things are going well in our relationship. You know, we're spending a lot of time together. 
But, you know, we have a new player on the scene because your girl got a new first date, right? And this person, I met him online in one of the Facebook groups. He real light-skinned. We're going to call him Mr. Eccentric because he just has a certain way about him between his style and then, like, sometimes his crazy hair. And then he's always in the mix. He's definitely somebody who is very outgoing, which I love because I could be very outgoing. And I like to get out and do things, right? So he's not a super homebody all the time. So I think that's something that really attracts me to him. And we have our first date at this really dope vegan spot in the city. So the vegan spot was so good. Like, so yeah, know I'm a pescatarian, right? I am not a vegan. Shout out to my vegans. Nothing against you guys, but I am not a vegan. I cannot see myself giving up seafood. Like, I love seafood entirely too much but i do enjoy really good vegan restaurants because there are some chefs out here doing some really dope stuff with seitan and vegetables and all these other good things right this vegan spot i believe is black owned i really like going to black owned restaurants i think it's black owned um i don't remember i would have to ask him but it's in a black neighborhood. I believe it's black owned. A lot of black people work there, but I don't want to assume. There's plenty of places that are owned by the other people, but it's, <laughs> but it's all of us working there. Yo, that's how they get you, <laughs> especially here in New York. That's how they really get you. You know, the staff, everybody will be black, right? And you be like, oh, you feel so comfortable. The music will be, you know, stuff that we want to listen to. But when you get down to the nitty gritty of where this money is going, you be like, oh, damn, this ain't going into our pockets, into our community for real. Oh, that really burns my biscuits, yo. But it was a good spot, right? And we had a good time. And this is what I really like about him. We spent quite a few hours together. I don't always do that on dates, right? It's really just, I don't, I never really have a time limit of how long I'm going to spend with somebody. It really just depends on what the, what kind of date it is and what the person has planned or what we have planned together for the date, right? So what we, I knew what was planned was that, hey, we were going for like a late lunch and I was totally down for that. Anything afterwards, you know, I didn't know if he had any other plans, but I was down to spend the time. You know, I was free because I ain't got no kids at home. I could do what I want, right? And we ended up spending, I think, like four and a half hours together. So, you know, I like you if I got if I spend that much time with you and I'm not looking at my watch like, I, you know, I could go home now. <laughs> I got other shit I could do. But no, we hung out at the restaurant because we're in Harlem, right? So then we took a walk down to this African market and we're looking at plenty of fabrics and clothing. And I waited for him while he gets a haircut. And we just, we're just hanging out together and just having a good time. And that, those to me are like some of the best dates. I got to like you to do that. Because otherwise I'm like, all right, well, this was fun. And I'm going to be on my way and off to do something else. He's very intentional with me, which really makes a difference when it comes to dating and how a person gives me their time and how a person communicates with me is that he's very intentional with me. It's very easy for us to connect with each other. So I foresee, you know, many more dates in the future between us. Now let's move on to more shenanigans between me and Urs Bay. 
But it's not just me and Nurse Bay. It's me, Nurse Bay, and her boo, Lock Bay. So the three of us have started to spend a lot more time together, right? Because, of course, everybody's fantasy of a triad is always there. There's plenty of couples who have always been in my inbox trying to holler at me. And usually one is ugly, so it's always a no. (laughs) And then dating a couple is hard, right? Because you really got to like both of these people. You got to be attracted to both of these people. It could really be a lot of work to try to foster a relationship with two people at the same time. One person, you know, things could be moving quickly and steadily. And the other person is kind of... It's moving, but it's just not moving in the same way. And there's some people who, like, even their social media handle is so telling about them. Like, there's one, um, I think their name is uh, Triad So Lit. But they're not even in a triad. They were. They were. They were were in a triad, and then they broke up. And now they're still, like, they're trying to find a girlfriend. And I think they're going to have a show. So, you know, check them out. Just know, just keep in mind that this is the most difficult form of polyamory so me nurse bay and lock bay lock bay wasn't my bay for kind of sort of but i wasn't really his girlfriend i was nurse bay's girlfriend but we like hanging out with each other i like spending time with both of them my relationship with him has been like steadily growing right it's it's been at a very slow pace and there's been moments where i'm like i don't know Around, I think it was for 4th of July, right? We in July now. We, her mother has a, like, a backyard party. And the three of us go. Now, this is the first time that I meet, like, a lot of her family members. But this is not the first time that I meet her mother, right? So, I've met her mother before. And every time that she talks about me to her mother or I'm around her mother... <laughs> Her mother kind of, like, tries to diminish the fact that we're in a relationship. She doesn't like to acknowledge it, right? And it's probably, like, too much for her. And a lot of times it's like this for people, right? Especially when the person has been dating, essentially, at least in their family's eyes, um, heterosexually. Now, my family, they ain't got no choice. Like, this is what it is. I'm very open about it. I don't hide it. Not saying that she's hiding it, but remember, she hasn't had a girlfriend before. I have had a girlfriend before, right? But she knows about it. Um, All of my other family, mm, if they was paying attention, then maybe they would know. So being around someone's mom who is kind of like trying to avoid it and just calls me like, oh, her friend. Like, I ain't her friend. I look her coochie. But of course, I would never say that to someone's mom. But that's what always goes on in my head when she does that. I know it's the same for Nurse Faye. Just like, oh, here she go her mom trying to like avoid it but us going to this barbecue she can't avoid it because hey you know what's up right you see the three of us together me and lock bay have been drinking right prior to coming to the barbecue nurse bay she's the one driving so she's not drinking but once we get there right she drinks a little but mostly it's just me and lock bay we drinking your girl i drink but i don't drink a lot i'm already a little tipsy and then I'm drinking some more. And then I'm a lot more tipsy. Now, I'm not drunk because I don't like to get drunk around people. And being drunk really doesn't feel good, right? And you know your girl does not eat meat. This is the problem when I go to people's barbecues, right? Because they be knowing I'm coming. And they, don't, they still don't think about me. 
my grandmother does this to me all the time all the time i've been a pescatarian for years now she will have a whole barbecue and not have no damn fish so then i'm stuck with eating like salad and carbs and shit that i don't want to eat and i'm hungry so this is the problem while we're at this barbecue because there's nothing but a bunch of chicken and pork and everything and beef and i'm like what am i gonna eat and they're like oh there's some salad 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 so my plate got salad it's got some rice and you know rice is not really that good when it's not hot because it starts to get a little cold and it feel a little stiff where you know when you put it on the plate you can hear it hit the plate now if this was my family i would be like uh hello what the hell is this there's macaroni salad and i'm very particular about eating other people's macaroni or potato salad because some people just don't make it that great so i just take a little bit of each and some salad and i'm like all right i guess this is what i'm having because i don't want to eat any chicken and and now occasionally even though i'm a pescatarian occasionally i will say this i will eat chicken but it has to be like oh there's nothing else to eat and i'm really hungry because i'm real particular about when i'm eating chicken and who i'm eating chicken from I don't I try not to do it too often because I don't want my stomach to hurt I'm definitely not messing around with too much beef because every time I do it I always end up with like my stomach hurting at some point later on in the day so I'm eating this plate and it's just not satisfying right it's not hitting that spot and now it's somebody's birthday and so you know what that means there's cake <laughs> there's cake oh and is the cake with the good with some good icing I really like icing I really love icing I'm here with my boo and her man and I'm trying not to be too touchy. <laughs> but your girl is tipsy. And so I'm touching and she's got to tell me and whisper to me like, hey, stop touching me. Because now I'm making her a little uncomfortable because her family's watching her. And they watching all the three of us like a hawk, right? And I almost feel like we on display. Because even though they like they kind of talking to us, but they not really talking to us that much. And of course, I don't know anybody here besides like I think her brother because I've met him before. And one of her cousins. Now, Lock Bay he knows some of these people but they still they still bunch of old fogies so we're not really talking to them like that we just sitting in our in our little lawn chairs trying to eat our food and mind our business and i'm over here tipsy trying to behave and not touch too much and i'm whispering to them like hmm, i don't feel good something is wrong my stomach is bubbling right and i'm starting to kind of like hyperventilate a little bit because i'm trying to remain calm so I was able to get up and like move to the side and throw up. And I'm over here thinking like, oh, no one's seeing me. Everybody sees me because I feel like they like kind of some people like kind of stop talking and watch. Do so y'all know after I threw up, it was like that broke the ice because then people were acting a little bit more regular. I'm like, really? I had to embarrass myself for y'all to, <laughs> to act normal around us and not be like little weirdos. Slightly embarrassed. But guess what? My stomach felt so much better and i was still fucking hungry because <laughs> now i definitely have nothing in my system and i think that was the last time that i've been around her family heavy like that we haven't had anything where we were all together again but yeah we're moving right along through summer and guess whose birthday is coming up nurse bay it's her birthday so yeah so my bull she wanna have a barbecue for her birthday and of course because i'm such a good girlfriend and i am great at planning i facilitate putting this all together 
sending out the text messages to all the people she wants to invite to make sure who's coming because there's one thing that I do not like when it comes to planning, right? First of all, black people, because y'all y'all the main culprits of this, not RSVPing. What? Why is that so difficult for y'all? Y'all just think y'all should just show up like, oh, you know I was going to come. No, I did not know because you didn't RSVP. If the invitation said RSVP by XYZ date, that's what you're supposed to do if you're coming. Please don't let me have an event and you don't RSVP and there's food. You will not eat. You might get in, but I promise you, you won't eat. I'm that level of petty. Wait till I get married. If y'all Negroes try that, you're not coming to my wedding. <laughs> if y'all think it's a game, try me when the time comes. You will not get in. Okay? You know what? Y'all could go to the wedding. You won't come to the reception. <laughs> I got food for the people who said that they was coming. <laughs> but yeah, so of course, people don't want to RSVP. And I'm trying to make sure that we got enough food, right? Because nobody likes to go someplace and there's not enough food. Because what do they do? They always talk about the people who held the event. Like, mm, I went to Shirley's barbecue. She didn't even have enough food. I only got a little ass plate of salad. No, I'm not trying to get talked about. And I don't want my boo to get talked about like that either. So, of course, you know, I have to still reach out to certain people to ask, hey, are you coming? Because, you know, you didn't text me back. What's up with that? And this actually turned out to be a really good event, right? She was really happy with it because, you know, she loves to socialize. She really likes being around a lot of people. She likes hosting and everything. And, you know, we had the grill going and macaroni I think we had made macaroni salad and potato salad and we had burgers and shish kebabs and stuff and drinks space for the kids to hang out you know space for the and chairs for the adults and we just had a really good time it was hot but it wasn't too bad you know there was a little shade in front of her building because the way her building was there's like a grassy area and there's trees and stuff so most people wouldn't think like oh we got a backyard now nah, we don't got a backyard we have a front yard um which is totally appropriate to have a barbecue at it may seem weird but hey this is new york and we have a good time do you know my mom even came to this she knows i got a boyfriend she knows you know i got a girlfriend and she's kind of supportive my mother is the overstepper okay she sometimes she don't she doesn't respect boundaries and she gonna say what she want like there's no controlling this lady's mouth right she said i'm grown i say what i want i do what i want if you don't like it eh. she's that person right so i never know what to expect from her and i'm always hoping that she's on her best behavior and she don't say anything that i'm just gonna be like yeah i want to take you home but she was actually so good right most of the time she don't act too crazy around strangers right it's around you know just around her family around her kids where she want to act up or sometimes it happens in public so this was the first time having her around like a large group of people that she didn't know and some well they're not really my friends but nurse based friends and i think her brother came and one of her cousins but i'm just worried okay please don't let her say nothing crazy please don't let her embarrass me but she did really good so i was really proud of mama z that she didn't complain about anything she didn't she didn't try to talk my ear off or anything crazy like that and she didn't say anything inappropriate about me nurse bay and lock bay right 
Because that's one thing that she doesn't really know. She doesn't know that there's anything going on between me and Lock Bay, right? I just didn't want to hear her have anything to say. Because if anybody always got something to say, it's her. But this party is going pretty well. And, you know, because it's her birthday, what do I do? I bake a cake. Now, I know I've told you guys before that, hey, I went to school for culinary arts. And then I went back to school for baking and pastry arts, right? So if I make you a cake, you know I fucks with you because I'm not just gonna, I'm never volunteering to make the cake, right? Because it's work into it. And sometimes people don't appreciate the work or when people want stuff, they don't want to pay for it. I don't do stuff for free, right? School wasn't free. Um, these ingredients not free. My time is not free, okay? I baked her cake from scratch, no box stuff. It was a red velvet cake, right? I have been perfecting this recipe over the past few years. I don't make it a lot because um, it's not often requested, but I think my red velvet cake is pretty good. And the icing, you know, classic cream cheese icing, everything is made from scratch. And I made red velvet because I know she really loves red velvet cake and it's her birthday, right? So I'm doing something nice for my boo. She got the cake, is in the house. Lock Bay also got her a cake. The same fucking cake. He got her a red velvet cake as well. But, you know, he took it up a notch. And it was a mermaid cake because Nurse Bay really loves mermaids. So it's all like these blues and purples. Very pretty. And it's got a whole mermaid tail made out of fondant. You know, and it's all sparkly and stuff on top of the cake. So, it, you know, it's nice. And when she sees the cake, she's going all Google Gaga over it. She's, like, totally in love and looking like she's about to cry because she's so, like, happy about it. And I was just like, wow, so is my cake chopped liver? Right? I felt, yo, your girl really felt a way about this because she cut this cake there in front of everybody but never brought my cake out which this cake was already here first and nobody at the party even got to taste any of the cake. Like she doesn't even have any pictures with the cake that I made her, but she's got pictures with this mermaid cake. I really felt the way like, damn. So like my cake wasn't good enough. Like you only got excited and happy about this cake because it got a dang on mermaid tail on it that you're not even going to eat because it's made out of fondant. Fondant doesn't even taste good. I haven't made her a cake since then. I was like, fuck that. I'm not making no more cakes. Um, cause I like to be a feel appreciated. Does she know this? Probably not. She'd be so oblivious. <laughs> Some stuff just go right over her head. And if it doesn't feel worth it to me to like speak on it and bring it up, I just let it go. I don't hold on to stuff for a long time. Even if y'all listen to this and, and think I sound mad, like I'm really not, I'm not upset. Is It is what it is. Like I've been let these feelings go, but I'm just sharing with you how I felt at this time. Uh, is it petty? Probably. Balak Bay, he he can get some cakes made because he always so appreciative whenever I make him some food. So yeah, I have made him some stuff, so he can get stuff made. So with that being said, this episode has come to an end. Make sure you like and subscribe, share your thoughts, hit me up on Instagram, get in my DMs, send me your questions. My juice is their religion. Catch on the next serving. Mm-hmm.